your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yes, that line falls on the right, baby. Hey, a little better. Not that Mackey's back in Chris McMonagle here with you on this Football Friday. We made it. Ah, the voice is a little better, but it's still a little there. But I feel great. We finally made it to a Football Friday. We had Thursday Night Football last night. We got a taste of Week 8 as it's getting underway. The Buffalo Bills hang on at the end, but still don't look right to me. And defensively, played better in the first half, but the injuries. The Bills are primed. The Jets are in it. The Jets are in the division. The Jets and Giants all week long. The rivalry, the game, it's finally here. After all week of talking about it, today we get to really break it down and get ready for Sunday. We'll mix in some other stuff, but it's football Friday, and we're going to talk about Jets and Giants. And I just said, you're watching this team uh, in Buffalo and where they stand right now. And, you know, when I look at the Jets still, like, obviously, all week we spent on the rivalry, right? A lot. Uh, now we've got the, the the new elements of the rivalry. But, uh, you know, whether Zach Wilson should be uh, on the bye. And, but ultimately, what he should be doing on the bye. But all week long we're talking about, you know, oh, does the game actually, you know, is it the same kind of game we thought it would be? No, it's, uh, well, but still, how important is it to this team? The Gi- Giants still alive. Oh, does Cook want to trade? Like, so much surrounding this game, and finally it's here. And my first thought, when I think of the Jets to start here, they are in a spot right now where everything has culminated to where they're 3-3. Three and three. They lose Aaron Rodgers four snaps into the season. Right, Zach Wilson figures out a way to win that game against Buffalo, but ultimately did not play well for a couple weeks. Bottoms out against uh, New uh, New England. They find a way to battle back. They win a couple games. They have this miraculous win against Philadelphia. They have a week to sit on it. And my first concern is I'm really starting to think about the game today and starting to figure out who I think is going to win this football game. Here's my concern for the Jets, and that is dealing with prosperity. Because it's still the Jets, right? And they're going to have all the noise. Now you got Cook talking about a trade. You got Marash and whatever else talking about what the quarterback's doing. It's a story, what the quarterback's doing on the bye, hanging out with his girlfriend. I saw Barstool had a big write-up on it. Sean's made some news with it. He's been playing better, but ultimately, do you really expect him to continue to play well? And just the idea of them with this coach off the bye, having a full week of patting themselves on the back for being th- is th- for being three and three, a spot nobody thought they would be in when Aaron Rodgers went down. Hell, we were all talking about maybe three and three when Aaron Rodgers was here. They beat the Eagles, who then turn around and wipe the you know pretty much have their way with yeah maybe an injured Dolphins team, but a, a Dolphins team that clearly looks like the cream of the crop of the division, and a team that offensively has dominated the league, and yet Philadelphia is able to go in there and beat them, but they can't beat the Jets. And they're sitting there watching Philadelphia bounce back and beat the divisional opponent, the Miami Dolphins, and they've had a week now to, yeah, listen, get healthy, have a full two weeks to game plan against a lousy giant offense and a probably subpar giant football team and a team they're better than. But ultimately, is my fear is this is still the Jets. And if you look at what this franchise has done for years, and specifically this team, where last year, off to great start, right? I mean, once Zach came back, they didn't lose a game for a while. They go to, they go and wipe the floor with Green Bay to the point that that's what our, piqued Aaron Rodgers' uh, interest in maybe coming to this team. I mean, they have, they have big win after big win. They're playing well. And then it all falls apart. And once it starts to fall apart, they can't stop it. 
And I still don't know. There's still so many questions about this coach. There's so many questions about this quarterback. I mean, listen, we we could talk about it. The Giants are playing a backup quarterback that I firmly believe is a better quarterback than the one the Jets have thrown out. The Giants have the quarterback edge. I still think, despite what I think about this uh, second year of Brian Dable and some of my concerns, I think he has at least finally put an end to the bleeding the last two weeks, despite one of those weeks still being a loss to the Buffalo Bills. But the team has looked at least competent, much better, much better defensively, a lot less mistakes. Uh... Still muffin punts, but less penalties on special teams. The defense has really turned it on under Wink Martindale. And the offense maybe has simplified things, but at the same time, also, the offensive line has started to stable. They've been able to throw the ball down the field a little bit. Tyrod Taylor and this offense have looked much better than they have previous under Daniel Jones. And this offensive line that's hoping to get their you know all-pro left tackle and Andrew Thomas back into this game and stabilize this offense even though I think the Jets are probably the more talented team, and even though I think this defense in a defensive struggle, right, that's what we expect this game to be. We've been talking about it all week. This is going to be a game of defense. No one expects a lot of points in this game. No one's going to win this. This game is not going to be decided 35-31. We know that this is going to be a hard-fought game. Neither offenses are particularly you know, playing well and making big plays and going down the field and scoring a lot of points. The Giants are particularly the the worst team in the NFL at scoring points and the only team in the NFL not to have 100 points. But as I look at this Jet team, I am nervous in this spot for them. The more I get to ruminate on it, the more the week plays out, the more the, the stuff comes out and the Cook trade, which, listen, whether he wants a trade or not, I do think the circumstances changed for him. Like, this team is now so – it's one thing to be the second – like, because people – the thought is, well, of course, you know, this was the issue, right? This is another issue. Cook wants a trade. We kind of saw this coming. It goes back to the Sean Payton super team comments and the idea, oh, there's not enough ball – there's not enough of a ball to get passed around to all these different guys, and he's going to be unhappy eventually. Well, he came here under the guise of playing under Aaron Rodgers and having an offense that might be dynamic and different and actually be on the field more than – you know, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out to start the game every single week. And that maybe, you know, being the second back in an offense that actually does things and scores points and has a, a different game plan than just, you know, needing Brees Hall to be their backbone, that it could have been a different role for Cook. But now the Jets are having to play this game where just don't make mistakes with the quarterback, play defense run the football, and Brees Hall has shown immediately the minute the reins were taken off him that he's an absolute beast and he seems fine and he's a home run hitter. And quite frankly, the offense doesn't run enough plays. They don't have enough sustained drives. They don't have uh, you know, enough of a game plan to incorporate two running backs more than they would if Aaron Rodgers was there doing a bunch of different things. Sure, they'd throw the football more. He'd have more touchdown passes. But also, you'd have more opportunities to do different things in a two-back system. So although I don't necessarily see this as a issue we foresaw coming to fruition. I do see it as a little bit of a problem in the idea of, you know, they're talking about trading players away. Lawson's getting traded away. Maybe Cook's getting traded away. They just beat the Eagles. They're they're staring down at a, 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 a local rivalry, a, a, a stadium rivalry, a rivalry the fan base has gotten behind, a, a, a bitter game that we haven't really – you know, had many in recent years. You got to go back to the the Victor Cruz game to really have an impactful game other than, you know, the last time they played and Jamal Adams ripping the ball out of Daniel Jones's hand and running for a touchdown. Ultimately, these games haven't mattered that much over the last few years. This one is clearly important for the New York Jets. It's season-defining for the New York Giants. And as the Jets get to sit on this week off, coming off the best win the franchise has had in maybe, I don't know, a decade? When's the last time they had a win as big as beating an undefeated defending NFC championship team to go into the bye 3-3 three and three and give yourself a chance at a division that now, even though Buffalo has won this week on Thursday Night Football, they're only 5-3 and three and still don't look right to me. The Miami Dolphins are 5-2, and two, and you expect them to win this week against New England, but ultimately they're showing when it comes down to playing good defenses against Buffalo, against Philadelphia, that they don't look superhuman at all times. Uh, a rest of the you know playoff situation where the teams aren't 
you know, Houston's a second-place team. The Raiders are a second-place team. Pittsburgh's a second-place team. These are all teams that the Jets could arguably make a strong case that they are better than. So as they look at the scenario and they're happy with themselves at 3-3 three and three and they've come back from the idea of losing their savior four plays into the season and they've stabilized it all, can they function under prosperity? It's still something this franchise, this coach, this quarterback needs to prove. So heading into the game, as I start to do this matchup of these two defensive teams, I look at it. And I say, how did the Jets come out off the bye a week off, patting themselves on the back at 3-3, three and three, enjoying life, having visions of grandeur and playoff scenarios where, at, where the, at the light at the end of the tunnel might be a Hall of Fame quarterback, as opposed to a giant team fighting for their lives with a coach who was the best coach in the NFL last year, who has got this defense turned around and what's going to be a you know defensive struggle here for these two teams and when I look at it, if you look at the Jets' defense, they've given up yards. The thing with the Jets is they turn the football over. And what has Tyrod Taylor been able to do as the New York Giant quarterback? Not turn the ball over. They've been a very heavy, turnover-reliant defense. Like when They win these games. How do they win these games? Winning the turnover battle 3-0. Winning the turnover battle 4 nothing against Philadelphia. So if the Giants cannot turn the ball over, if the Giants can figure out how to, you know, play a close game and put this game on the coach and the quarterback, which is what close games come down to, I still think the Giants are better suited to win that kind of game. Even with the backup quarterback and Tyrod Taylor, who's played fine down the stretch, hasn't put up a ton of points. I still think the minute Daniel Jones is healthy, which now I'm very concerned with his injury. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I mean, how many days do we have to hear? He feels great. He's lifting. He's doing everything. It's just a matter of getting cleared for contact. With a neck injury that he sustained two years ago that needed surgery, now all of a sudden, every day, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He just can't play. But Tyrod Taylor, while this offensive line gels, while this defense gels, while this team is fighting for its life against a Jet team that's probably been taking bows and pats on the back for a full week, I'm very concerned. I'm concerned for this Jet team, and that's why I honestly think I think the Giants are going to win the football game. I've been thinking about it all week. I think the Jets are a better team. I think if everything goes, if both teams play their games, the Jets win this football game, but I'm very nervous. I'm concerned about how the Jets come out of the gate off of a bye, off of beating Philadelphia, off of everyone telling them they're the better team in this matchup, off of this defense you know, off of that defensive performance and the idea that they're special and winning the turnover battles and dominating and this quarterback not making mistakes and, and the confidence growing in Zach Wilson and the flowers being thrown their way and what a great job it's been just to be 3-3, three and three, winning the last two games against Denver and Philadelphia to step into a team that's gelling and is on the way up now from the bottom. Still, the, the Giants are from the bottom but a team that's on the way up, playing better, has played much better defensively, does provide issues, the linebacking core. If you look at the two linebackers, in Bobby O'Karake and Micah McFadden graded as two of the highest linebackers in the sport last week uh, by uh, PFF. So, I mean, if if they can stop the run and put and have Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams and those two linebackers and, you know, get up, uh, stack the box and make the Jets become one-dimensional, can this coach, can this quarterback win a football game against a desperate team? And my bet is they can't. 877-337-6666. Giants win on Sunday. That's where I'm going. Giants win on Sunday. The Jets cannot handle prosperity. We'll come back and take take your calls on the game. Take your calls on last night. We'll get more into the baseball as well. Because there's always Juan Soto news. There's always Yankee news. The Mets are uh, have interviewed a manager candidate. So we got plenty to do over the next three hours. We're going to here with you until five right here on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It is good. Yeah. Tides has kicked the Giants to the Super Bowl after missing at the end of regulation and Tides runs into the tunnel to our right and the New York Giants are going to Super Bowl 42 in overtime they beat the Packers 23-20 when New York sports happens talk about it here the fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app
All right, we finally made it. Football Friday. One o'clock Sunday afternoon. Live from East Rutherford, MetLife Stadium. Giants and Jets. Not the game we thought we'd get, but an important one nonetheless. And the Giants and Jet fans have been going at it all week. And today's the day for it. You're gonna win by we're gonna win by 30. You got no chance. Oh, what are you kidding me? Tyrod Taylor's been better than Daniel Jones. Tyrod Taylor's gonna do it. I honestly do. I th- I think for a defensive struggle, even though the 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 better defenses with the Jets, I do trust Tyrod Taylor not to turn the ball over. And this Jets defense, let's let's just be totally honest with you, they are at their best when they're turning the ball over. That's how they've won these games. They don't. They had. They didn't beat Philadelphia with three and outs. They didn't beat Philadelphia not letting them gain a yard. They beat Philadelphia because they had four turnovers. Right. Even 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 Denver. Denver, the the big play of the game at the, the last drive of the game, they get the sack, fumble, scoop, down to the goal line. Like that's how they've won these games. And I trust Tyrod Taylor. I don't trust him to drive the field and put up points because that's what we haven't seen. I'd love to see him get Waller involved. I mean, that's you could see these, you know, the, the linebackers for the Jets are probably better at stuffing the run and getting after the quarterback than they are in um, in pass protection. But obviously they're, they've got corners and safeties in pass protection. But still, I want to so see Waller get involved in this game. Uh, if I'm the Giants, obviously Saquon Barkley has to get involved in this game. But... I think the Giants can move the football. They've been better at moving the football. They still haven't figured out a way to score points in the red zone. And that's what you heard. It's These two teams mirror each other in a bunch of different ways. Uh, you heard that from um, Hackett as well. Like when asked, what's looking back at the team, third downs and inefficiency of the red zone. I mean, for both of these teams, it's about scoring touchdowns. I know Keith calls them the... Uh, FG men, the field goal men. It's it's they they kick a lot of field goals. Jets Jets don't get in the end zone enough either. These two teams have done a good job of moving the football a little bit better. The Giants have moved the football a little bit better these last two weeks. Five red zone appearances against Buffalo, but five red zone appearances, zero touchdowns. Three trips inside the ten, or three trips three trips inside the fifteen yard line, two field goals. Like, that's the kind of stuff that loses you football games. You want to know why they lost to Buffalo? It's not about the holding call that wasn't called. It's about the idea they got inside the 15-yard line three times, including, obviously, the disaster of not getting any points at the end of the first half, and they came away with three, with two field goals and three trips inside the 15. That's You don't win football games that way. That's why they are where they are. The offensive line is part of it, and that's starting to get a little bit better. You're seeing guys... Hopefully coming back, they're going to get the center back. Hopefully, obviously, Andrew Thomas is coming back. And hopefully this line can start to gel and give, you know, Taylor an opportunity to make more plays. He trusts his guys. He throws the deep. He throws it deep to Hyatt a little bit more than Daniel Jones did. He's willing to just see. If he sees Hyatt one-on-one, he'll throw the football. Which, I mean, I suppose if, if covered well could lead to picks, just trusting Hyatt. But it hasn't so far, and I, I expect... Tyrod Taylor to hold on to the football. I expect Tyrod Taylor to defend himself and not take any bad sacks where he's getting side, you know, blindsided or has the football in a precarious situation when he does get hit. Like these are the things I expect from Tyrod Taylor. He is a veteran and he is a now, unfortunately for him, a career backup. And he knows the one thing you have to do as a backup quarterback is hold on to the football. You cannot go out there and be careless with the football. So if they can limit the turnovers against this Jet defense and then you put the game on Zach Wilson, I mean, that's I talked about it a couple times this week. I had a couple different opens and a couple of different things about how important Zach Wilson is for this game because I do think this Jet, this giant defense is capable of doing that. And I think it's going to be a close enough game, and I think they're going to limit the turnovers on their side, and they're, the game is going to come down to who plays better at the quarterback position. It typically does in these games. Now, I'm not saying they're all going to score a lot of points, but who can make just enough plays? These tight games where teams are similar like this, it comes down to coaching and it comes down to the quarterback. And I think in both scenarios, the Giants right now, I trust more. Jason and Waterbury. What's up, Jason? 
Yo, Chris, what's up? How are you, bro? What's up, buddy? Not much. Listen, I I just don't um I mean I I'm only rooting for the Giants because my son he's a he's a big Saquon guy uh kid so you know my son's 12 years old and he's rooting for the Giants hard this weekend but I really don't see how the Giants I mean uh I really don't see how the Giants could keep the Jet pass rush off of Tyrod Taylor and I know the Jets yeah, well, spot on defenses they can't stop the run so I think Barkley's got to have a big day that's really the only way the Giants can win this game. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't think they have to score a lot of points because I don't think the Jets are capable of scoring a lot of points either. So, um, yeah, the Jets could turn you over and they get well, that's after the that, quarterback. Well, that, I, well, that's the thing. Well, here's the, the things I'll tell you. Um, Washington gets after the quarterback, not as great as the Jets, definitely true. But this offensive line has looked completely different. It, it hasn't been as bad as it was the first three weeks of the season. It's been it's been better. Andrew Thomas hopefully is going to play in this be game. Back. It sounds like he's going to be back. I, you never know. Yeah. It's been long enough, but yeah. it sounds like he's going to be back. But you're right. Listen, yeah. they they could this defense can blow up the game. But even even well, watching just, them, like they they rely on turnovers, and I trust I, yeah. I trust Tyrod Taylor not to turn the ball over. No, I know Taylor doesn't turn it over, but I just fear I fear this weekend that you know the Jets are gonna the Jets game plan is going to be to stop Saquon Barkley and then. Full throttle with their pass rush with Johnson and Huff and all these guys that yeah. they're just gonna come after the quarterback and and I t- I know Taylor can move a little bit in there and I know he doesn't get rattled he's a veteran you know but the Giants they got to make some plays when they got to score some points this week and I don't know if they can against this defense unless yeah. Saquon goes off and rushes for a hundred. I mean, yards. I mean, I, well, that's the, how many points do you think they have to score? Yeah, I think they got to score at least twenty. What are the Giants going to be able to start scoring some points? Yeah, I mean, I, I know offense is down in this league, but I mean, it's it's supposed to be easier for these offenses no doubt. to score points. And Dayball, he's got to get Hyatt, and he's got to get Robinson. He's got to get the and, and even Waller because I know Waller's been okay, but these guys got to get going. Man, he's got. I mean, the Giants they got to start throwing the football. They got to start making plays. I, yeah, they don't I mean, make it. This, this offense is not, has not one ounce of big play in it at all. They don't make any big plays. They don't have a game changer except for Saquon. But he's Saquon's going to have to go off for the Giants to win this well, game. They finally made it. They finally made a couple of big plays down the field last week against Washington with Hyatt. They need to do more of it, no doubt. And they finally got Waller involved. He got a touchdown, um, and so he's been okay. I mean, you say he's been okay. He's been ah, eh, and then he got into the end zone last week and had a good game. I. I agree with you. I'm. I'm just this specific game against this offense. I, I still don't know how many points they have to score. They got away with 14 last week. I don't think they can get away with 14 necessarily. But like when I look at this game, I look at it as a defensive struggle. I don't think the Jets are going to be able to score points either. I just don't. I don't trust this quarterback, and I do trust Wink Martindale in this defense to game plan to make sure the one player that I'm concerned with in Brees Hall can't beat them. Like the one thing that scares me is this running game and the idea of Brees Hall making big chunk plays in the run game. And we saw that at times. We saw that against the 49ers. We saw that uh, at times against uh, the Cowboys and, and different teams early on in the season. But the last two weeks, they've been much better at it. And it feels like a different team the last two weeks building towards you know getting better. At all, obviously, defensively, even offensively, they're moving the ball. A little bit more. You talk about no big plays. They had a couple. Like it's at least trending in the right direction. I still need to see more. You're 100 right. 14 points is not going to cut it. They have the least amount of points in the league. I've been going on about this forever. They're the only team in the NFL with under 100 points, and they haven't had a bye week. They are a miserable offense. A lot of it's been the offensive line. A lot of it's been the quarterback. A lot of it's been the absence of Saquon Barkley. Uh, I I don't think Tyrod Taylor is capable of scoring 40. I don't think Tyrod Taylor is like a dynamic weapon that I think the Jets necessarily have to be concerned with. But I think Tyrod Taylor is someone who can move the football, someone who avoids the rush without looking like he's running for his life, which is what Daniel Jones looked like a lot of this season. The offensive line has gotten better. The run game with Barkley has gotten better. And, yeah, it's up to the coach who took over the offense last week and at times early in the game against Washington, it looked like that made a major difference. And you saw a couple of different plays. You saw a couple of touchdowns in the second quarter. And it looked like this team was on its way to having a nice, comfortable win. And, unfortunately, they do nothing nice and comfortable, which is really my main point in the show open today about the Jets. When I look at this team, they still have to prove to me that they are not the same old Jets. 
Aaron Rodgers change. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers changes same old Jets. That's what we thought. That's why they went out and got him. They drafted Zach Wilson and hoping it changes the same old Jets. It certainly did not. So after two years of watching that, they decided to go out and get Aaron Rodgers, who they hoped would change same old Jets. They talked about it. They focused about it on hard knocks. Like they went into all that with the idea of changing who they are. And ultimately, without Aaron Rodgers and what the team has played uh, over the last couple of weeks, that win against Philadelphia is different than same old Jets. That is a big win in a big spot to step up and stabilize your season and beat a defending NFC championship team that was undefeated at the time. Like, that's a big win. But same old Jets is following that up with disaster. And I still need the proof. The coach has still been part of same old Jets. This quarterback has still been part of same old Jets. I don't trust either of them. Now, I don't think they're incapable. I think the coach is capable, at least. I don't know about the quarterback. We're going to find out. But the idea that Jets off a bye, which, you know, it's it's funny. When the bye first happened, it seemed like a perfect timing for the bye in the game. Like, I I... I thought the Jets would cover. I said the Jets would have a good chance to win. I said it that Friday leading into the game because uh, the Eagles were looking ahead to Miami. The Jets have the bye dead ahead. They know, hey, let's go balls to the walls, give everything we got. We got a week off after it. We get to 3-3 three and three at the bye. It'll be a huge win for us. It'll be a huge positive for us. Like, let's go out there and, and really give it everything we got. So I thought the timing of the bye was a positive for the Philadelphia game. But now as I start to think about it, as the week is played out and they, we haven't seen them play football in a while, and suddenly it's, you know, a couple of guys maybe getting traded. It's what's the quarterback doing with his time? And it's suddenly the idea of can this Jet team live on prosperity? Because this is a typical game where same old Jets come out and lay an egg. And, and the quarterback, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. He's looked better. He's made some throws. I mean, if you really want to make a strong case for Zach Wilson, you have one drive against Kansas City where he made three excellent back shoulder throws and then a overall halfway decent game against Kansas City. That's your strongest argument. But when the game was on the line against Kansas City and he had an opportunity to go down and score and win the game, he fumbled. And then against Denver, all right. He wasn't terrible. He made most of the plays. They didn't score a lot of points. They certainly weren't dynamic. It took a whole bunch of turnovers for the offense, uh, from the defense, but gave him the ball late in the game, said, hey, go get us a couple of first downs, go down the field and ice this game. He threw a pick. Philadelphia, he was gonna about to be given a chance before Hurts made a stupid play, but let's be honest, Hurts threw that game away. Hurts threw the game away, and we we didn't get an opportunity to see what Zach Wilson can do in that moment. He could have got another chance against Kansas City if it wasn't for a, a bad late penalty. He would have had an opportunity in that game to have one more drive. He didn't. Could have had an opportunity to go against Philadelphia and try and drive down the field and win the game. He didn't get a chance. Ultimately, he's going to get a chance in this game, and he's going to need to play well. I don't think right now, I think the Giants are better than Denver, and I think they won't make as many mistakes as Philadelphia. I think you are going to have to make plays to win this game. I don't think they're going to be able to just run the football, hardly make any plays, score a couple of points, get three or four turnovers, and win a game. I don't think that's the kind of game they can win against the Giants. You can't consistently do that. It's too hard in the NFL to consistently live off three and four turnover performances. You can't do it. And I'm telling you right now, you know. Now, listen, Tyrod Taylor is capable of going out there and throwing the ball in, in into bad situations. And Saquon Barkley is capable of fumbling. And this Jet defense, is it's not just not all of them. I mean, Josh Allen gave them some. I think Hurts gave them some. But they earned a whole bunch. And they've been clutch in the big moments when they need turnovers, getting them. And when they need stops, getting them. But the Giants have spent all week, I promise you, focusing on not turning the ball over. 
because they know what Zach Wilson is, they know what this offense is, and they know how well their defense has been playing. This has not been the offensive room isn't right now, hey, we got to go out there and take chances against this Jet football team. There is no way in hell that has been the game plan from Brian Dayball, Kafka, and this offense. The uh, this They are not talking about how are they going to make big plays against the Jets. They'll pick their spots if needed. If they fall behind, then obviously. But the game plan here is the same game plan the Jets have gotten to 3-3 three and three on. It is run the football. It is be careful with the football. And it is play defense. That's how both teams want to attack this game. And typically, I've been saying it all week, when you look at two teams trying to play the same game plan, you just look at who's better. And if you look at the roster, you look at this defense, you look at even the offensive line, which isn't great for the Jets and has its own injuries, but it's been better than what the Giants have presented. Like, you look at this special teams, it's not even worth mentioning. Jets are far better. So when you look at it and you say, all right, there are two teams here who want to play the exact same game. So... Who do you figure is going to win the game? Well, it's probably going to be the team who does it better. It's probably the team who's more talented. And in both of those scenarios, to start this year, for sure the Jets have done it better, going 3-3 three and three and having wins against Buffalo and uh, Philadelphia. And then who's better overall roster and depth? I mean, they're trading away a pass rusher who would be the best, second-best pass rusher next to Thibodeau on this team. And we'll get to Thibodeau and the importance of him and obviously everything that's surrounding him, talking about storylines created at WFAN. But, I mean, they're trading away a pass rusher who would start for the Giants. There's no room for him with the Jets. That's how good they are. But something just tells me that this is going to be a close game. I don't trust the coach. I don't trust the quarterback. And I don't trust the same old Jets to live and play with prosperity. I don't I don't trust them off of two wins. I don't trust them off a great win against Philadelphia and now a week off to sit and and be happy with themselves. I don't like it. I don't like the feel around it now and the closer we get to the game, the more and more I feel like the Jets are about to lay an egg. I'm not saying that's the end of the season. I do think they're a talented group. I've been, you know, more listen to anyone uh, talk to anyone who listens to the show. I've been pro Jets for a Giant fan. Forget about it. More than anyone other Giant fan on the station, for sure. I think the Jets are a damn good football team. I think their defense is excellent. I think they can go out there and still make the playoffs, even losing this football game. I don't like the spot for them this week. And is that part that I'm a Giant fan? No, never. How dare you assume that? Bob in Connecticut. What's up, Bob? Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up? <laughs> what you got for the game this yeah. week? I... I'm, here's what I'm telling you. I'm a Patriot fan, and we're going through our doldrums right now. The Jets. You're a Patriot win. fan. I'm a Patriot fan. What the hell? Are you What are you doing? Calling me? You got your own problems. I, hey, Patriots. I'm looking for a quarterback. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, what are you talking about? He went right. He went right down the field and uh, beat Buffalo last week. You kidding me? Every, everything's great with Mac Jones. No, everything's not great with that. <laughs> give, me another, give me another quarterback. Here's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Everybody on the fan is worried about the Jets this week. And like I said, I'm a Patriot fan, and I wish the Jets would lose every game they play. They will win this game hands down, no problem. Okay. I don't see it. I but could, I don't know I don't know I what could, makes you think the Jets could beat anyone hands down, no problem. I, Do you think I Giant the, De- the Denver Broncos are as bad as the NFL presents? And they, it was not hands down, no problem to beat the Denver Broncos. Listen, every every week they play, Zach gets a little bit better. I and just... I took him in my survivor pool this week. Oh, and... oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for you to realize there's going to be, you, are... it's going to be in the fourth quarter with five minutes left of a tie game. And you're going to think of this phone call, Bob. And you go, how stupid are you working, was I? Are you working? Are you working Monday night overnight? Of course I am. I'll be on right. I'll be on Monday morning at two AM. I will be calling you when I get out of work Monday. Okay. All right, Bob. Saying, I, saying I told you so. All right. We'll see. We'll see who told who so. I listen, I you might you might be right. They're 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 an overall better football team, but I don't I don't I, I they're a better I don't know what who else you picked, but there are better options for your knockout pool. Trust me. Hey. Zach Wilson. It's just going to get better and better. He's not getting better. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's actually true, to be honest with you. I think his best game has been the Kansas City game. So it's not like he's been getting better week by week. He hasn't turned the ball over. That's it. That's, 
that's what makes him getting better and better. Well, I mean, he threw. It reminds me, it reminds me of the Baltimore team when they had that numb nuts as a quarterback and they won a Super Bowl. Just Joe, don't lose the game. Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, okay, I know. I, oh, and the two thousand Ravens. Come on, it's, it was a different time, and that two thousands Ravens team. You want to talk about defenses? You uh, they, they talk about the Bears. Good luck. I mean, the Jets' defense is not the 2000 Ravens. All right, let's just let's get it straight. This Jet defense has been good. They've forced turnovers. They've won some football games, hands down. They, they absolutely, with their offense giving them absolutely nothing, they single-handedly have won football games. They beat Philadelphia. But they are not the 2000 Ravens, okay? And I would take Trent Dilfer over Zach Wilson any day of the week, twice on Sunday. I mean, I don't... I don't maybe maybe I haven't made myself clear. I don't think very much of Zach Wilson, the quarterback, at this particular moment. I'm not saying he'll never have a career. He'll never figure it out. I just think Zach Wilson on this team. I don't think Zach Wilson's very good. I don't think he does very much well. We're all pleased with him because they've won some games and he hasn't turned the ball over. But he does nothing. He isn't really that accurate. His athleticism doesn't really help him all that much. Like I, like Daniel Jones's athleticism, he's probably just he's close to being as athletic as Daniel Jones. I don't think he's as quite as athletic as being uh, as Daniel Jones. But I mean, he's a young kid who can run, but he doesn't make it work for him the way Daniel Jones does. He, I mean, they just it's a different game plan. I understand that, but like, what does he do? What does he really do well other than every once in a while throw a bullet up the seam? Like, okay. Like, he's not very good. And in a big spot, he's unproven. That's all. I think he's going to have to get, he's going to have an opportunity to prove himself. I don't know if he's capable of it. We'll find out. Mark in California. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's going on? Um, what's up there, Marky? Uh, you know what? Uh, so, uh, that last caller, man, I agree. I actually went on. Amy Lawrence, and I was talking about the game, and I was like, listen, if the Giants can figure out a way to beat the Jets, I think, you know, you got the Raiders coming up. It's like that could be a winnable game. I just don't know who the Giants are going to put on Devontae. I think he's going to smoke them. But, hey, outside of Garoppolo and Jacobs, they don't really – they can shut down Brees Hall. They can easily shut down Josh Jacobs. But um, I said that Zach Wilson's not very athletic. And she came on and hung up on me, and I listened to what she said. She's like, he's very athletic, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like outside of Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, their offense is is nothing. Like, it's nothing. They have no number two. They have a good run game. Their defense is good. But if you look at the Giants' defense, Mm -hmm. I mean, Wink Martindale, to me, has a play sheet as diverse as a Cheesecake Factory menu. Like, it is. It's a system with like yeah. pressure, and I've been watching his defense since he became the offensive coordinator last year. Yeah, and it's like what he does with Tibbs is incredible. He looks like he's going to blitz, and he drops him back in the coverage. It's like mind-boggling. And then the very next play, he won't even blitz. It looks like five dudes are going to blitz, and they all drop back, and the quarterback's like, "What? What?" You know what I mean? It's so weird. Well, it, it, it it's come. it's starting to turn around. It didn't, you know. It, it, let's let's be honest. It wasn't. You know, the last two weeks prior to that, I mean, San Francisco and Brock Purdy had no problem with it. The Cowboys had no problem with it. Well, wait a minute, though, because the Purdy game, I said, I said Giants should have at least picked them off like twice. Like, Purdy was yeah. very inaccurate in that game. Early, early but, on, and, and then they, and early on, you're right, and he, he definitely right. at least threw the one, mate, you could argue two, but certainly one should have been picked. But, I mean, later in the game, one, their tackling was atrocious. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to. I can't figure that out. I, like I listen. I agree with you that this defense has started to turn it on, and these last two performances are legit. And I honestly believe that they are the second-best unit playing. Like, if you told me to rank the units in this game, I think it's both defenses. I think Jets defense number one, Giants defense number two. I totally agree. But uh, I think think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I mean, I think what everybody else thinks. It's going to be an extremely low-scoring game. And I agree with you with – I think, Zach, I think you worded it incorrectly. I do think Zach Wilson is athletic. I don't think Zach Wilson uses that enough, and I don't think he he helps he makes it work for him at all. Like when I watch right. the games, like I, I never think, oh, there's Zach Wilson scampering for right. 15, 16 yards. Like 
He never – he's athletic. He can move inside the pocket. Uh, he looks like when he does run, he's got some speed, but it's it's never like, all right, use that to get out of this jam. Use that to figure out how to make a play. Like, it doesn't ever help him nearly as much, much as it could or as it should, as you see other quarterbacks have it work for them. Right. And, I mean, realistically, when you take a look at the Buffalo – you know, game, Buffalo came in averaging 32, mm-hmm. right? Giants shut them down. Then you take a look at Washington. Washington was averaging 22, shut them down for seven. I know they only scored 14 points. They missed the field goal, and Barkley should have ran it in for the, for the one. That's 24 points right there. Well, I mean, listen, That's sure, I understand the field goal. So, they, you know, Barkley could have got in for the one, then Barkley, Barkley fumbled. I mean, that's it happens. Right. I mean, I understand. They, you can't give them the touchdown at the end of the first half. You can give him a field goal, but I, right. I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Look, they and I mean with this, they I mean, played better and first because I've I've been listening to you two say it. Like realistically, they don't need to score more than twenty every game. Like if this defense is playing the way they're playing mm. and they can average eighteen to twenty five points, I mean, like with with the Jets. I mean, game, listen, that's they what they did last. The they they can beat the Jets. I'll give you that. Right. I don't think right. I, I, it's easy to just say. Well, look at their schedule. There's this one. There's that. There's Raiders the, haven't scored twenty points all year. Raiders haven't scored twenty points all year. Like I understand, but no, but I'm just saying. Like I, well, I mean, I understand it, but you just never know. I mean, there's a game. Adams goes off. Like right. they got the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Commanders, the Patriots, and it's easy to say. Mac Jones stinks. All the Packers, they stink. Derek Carr stinks. Mac, For the Saints, Mac like, Jones doesn't stink, dude. He doesn't stink, man. Like, oh, Mac, they're, they're, Mac Jones is awful. Really? You yeah, Mac Jones that, is awful. I, I, I don't believe in Mac it. Jones at all. No, I know. You know what? I it's, I know he played well. I know he played well last week. He went down the field. He made a couple of big time throws. He definitely did. Right. He had a great drive to win that game. I would have bet the the farm who, who that they would have that they would have never went down the field and scored a touchdown. What? But who do they who do they have on this New England I, team I, that like I, they I, don't? Have I understand I mean, that. Yeah, but I, okay. So no one's expecting him to be the greatest show on turf. Do you watch the games? He throws right. the ball. He it, it's like he has no idea what he's, he's doing. Regressing, right? He's, he's no question regressing. And they did a terrible job. They gave him two. They gave him a special teams coordinator and a defensive coordinator to be their offensive coordinator My last point, year. Exactly. I, I totally like, agree. I totally agree. But right. like, I mean, uh, this year he's got O'Brien, who sh- he should have been able to do a better job with. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. I'm open to that possibility. And I mean, now they, they, they're playing. They played well. He played well against Buffalo. And we'll see what happens this week against Miami. But like I watch the games, he he doesn't know what he, he he doesn't know where it's going. He doesn't know what to do. He's completely. Do you clueless. like Justin Herbert? Uh, do I like Herbert? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I think he he's overrated now, and it's about time he actually won a freaking game. And I think he makes bad yeah, throws I, late in the game. I, I don't. Fair. I don't. But look at the, I think we're we if he were in a, a major market team. We would be this close to having the discussion of taking him out of the elite quarterback grouping that I think a lot of people put him in. But I like right. his talent, and I mean, I, I don't think I think him and Mac Jones look, aren't. I, I don't the think they're in the same conversation. His look coach, at, his coach what stinks the too. Has done there for him. His the, what, the coaching stinks, right? But Kellen Moore is the only bright spot because right prior to him coming there, Kellen Moore is taking more shots down the field. Even realistically, yeah. without Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer is. Amazing! Like I have him in my fantasy, and I've been watching him ever since college. And this yeah, guy I mean, can play. I I, I don't so. disagree, but uh, like, but let me put it this way: if if Palmer were on the Patriots, it wouldn't change your argument of the Patriots have nobody, because you'd watch it, and well, Mac Jones I mean, can't hit anybody, and you'd be like, who does he have? But oh, with with Palmer with her with uh, Herbert, suddenly it's like, yeah, you know, he's pretty good. I'm getting tired of Bill Belichick. I'm getting so tired of him just due to the fact that oh. there's at some What's point. How many how many Patriot fans are going to call today? You're are you a Patriot guy? You just no, I'm a, a football Giants, guy. But I'm saying in general, I'm a football fan, and like I've never seen outside of Bill O'Brien, who was the GM, the coach, right, everybody, with Texas, yeah, right, with he Houston. ran that team into the ground, made some of the most boneheaded decisions, and you look a look at Belichick's last four years. As a GM, mm-hmm. terrible. Like you go after Shushu and you leave Myers, makes no sense. You pick up Christian Gonzalez, they have no uh, secondary, no run game. Elliott move was like, eh, but like it, there's a lot of moves that just make zero sense. They no, cast I, I, a thousand I, wide. He has he like, has he has proven to be, uh, you know, a quarter of the GM that he is the coach. I, I totally right. agree. I totally agree with you. He's, he, he's, and at some point, you got to hold him accountable. At some yeah. point, Kraft has to 
Sit there and say, like, bro. It's, it's tough. It's tough to hold him accountable. Been here how many years already? It, like, just has not worked out. And it hasn't, it hasn't worked owner, out. I mean, I would say it's worked out fairly well. No? Well, of course. But the last couple years since Brady has left, their relevance yes. has not Well, been I also think you don't have a quarterback, to be fair. And I do think the, the coaching, uh, and thank you for the call, Mark, some of the coaching the, the decisions to give him, you know, I think O'Brien's a legitimate offensive coordinator. I, I, but you know, to have Patricia and and Judge, uh, you know, run the offense last year is hilarious. I mean, it's it's such a a terrible decision. But I mean, you know, it's sometimes I think it's overblown. Like, I, I'll never understand this. Like, it's a chess match, right? Football, and sure, you could be better at offense or defense, but like, wouldn't you think you'd have a little like if you coach a defense? You're coaching it to to defeat offenses. Wouldn't you have to know a little bit about offense? Like, couldn't you come up with an offense that would make it difficult for your defense or vice versa? Like, I never understood how it's. Oh well, you know, you know, he's a, he's a defensive guy. Now, I'm not saying you should give a failed head coach who was your defensive coordinator a handful of years ago reins to run your young quarterback. I agree, that was silly. But at the same time, I mean, if you're a defensive coordinator, you can't. Aren't you be- battling offenses all week? Don't you understand offensive concepts? Don't you, I mean, like, don't you understand what offenses give you trouble in certain situations where you could theoretically go to the other side of the ball and coach that offense? But, yeah, I, I, Bill Belichick, I, it's it's they're, they're not very good. Defensively, I thought they were. They're obviously dealing with injuries, so it's it's limited what they can be defensively, but I think Mac Jones thinks. Eric and Patchog. What's up, Eric? Eric. How we doing? Good, man. What are you doing for the game? Yeah, I got you. What are you doing for the game on Sunday? So I'm a I'm a big Jets fan. I'm gonna throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um I don't like to be in public. Like I, I work <laughs> at a bar. I've been I've been bartending all my life. I can't work Sundays because of jet football. You know what I'm learning? I, you know what I'm learning, Eric? A lot of I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just gotta say, like over the last no, couple of days. A lot of bartenders are um, overnight uh, listeners. Like you guys, I, half my audience seems to be bartenders. Like everyone, I was, I'm coming home from the bar. Like everyone's bartending. I love it. All right, so you're, well, that's because the, the, you you are the you are the type of radio host that we get to hear. Like, right? I'll listen to I'll, I'll listen to a little bit of the midday, and even a little bit of the afternoon. I ne- like I never get I never get up for. Boomer and Geo anymore, and I love Boomer and Geo. They're great, but I love the overnight because I'll be ending my shift, and it'll be a host like yourself that's you know just that wants to spend time with like the you know with with the person calling in. I just want to hang with I you. Love Eric. I got I love you. It. I, well, I'm I'm glad you so, do. Thank you very much. All right, so you you don't like watching games in public? I'm kind of with you. I'm not a big let's go to a party. No, because you know, expect not for big, not for yeah. Right, Go not ahead. for big. No, I agree with you. Not for big games. Not for games. I'm really because I'm a nut. I'll, hey, be, I'll be pacing. I'm yelling too. at the television. I don't want to embarrass me, myself. That's 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 been me since my days in college. Mm-hmm. I was in college when the Jets actually had their run in '09 and '10, and my friends never wanted to take me out because, like, we did a we did like a Bill. I think it was like a Bills Jets game in '09 when they were playing in uh, Toronto. Back then, they were on NFL Network. You couldn't get that on when I. Right, right, right. Albany, we had, I, I don't know what it was. I think it was Time Warner, and they didn't have NFL Network on it, so we had to go to the bar. And I'm like, half the crowd was Jet fans up there, half the crowd was Bills fans. And I'm like, the banter going back and forth. I'm like, I couldn't control myself. I'm like, this is too, too much. Right. And still to this day, I'm like, the bars that I work at, you know, we've got a couple of them. I don't want to go there and, you know, get into it with a Giants fan. I'm like, you know, both. In my honest opinion, I think both teams are very evenly matched. And to be honest with you, I actually think that this is a bad matchup for the Jets for what the Giants do well. And I know, I know their offense has been limited, and I know that uh, they've limited been, is is had, being kind. Yeah, but there's but there's more potential there. Saquon's been hurt. Andrew Thomas has been hurt. The offensive line has been has been playing musical chairs, yep. and when you don't have continuity, you don't have continuity in the offensive line. It, it makes it very hard to you know audible to, to audible. No, to I, I, I understand. And, I understand. I mean, but I, I'm you know, 
the only thing I'll say is, and I don't disagree with you, but at some point, like that, it's the NFL. I mean, Seattle lost both tackles. They figure out a way to win games. Like you know, it's it's you can't just rely on. You can't just fall back on. Hey, you've had some injuries. What what could you expect? I I expect not being. I expect you know not being the only team in the NFL not to have a hundred points on the board yet. Like I expect to not well, be the worst offense in the league. I thought maybe I could expect that, especially when I paid my quarterback no, I, $40 million in the offseason. I agree. And I, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm of the opinion that, I, you know, I know a lot of Giants fans are like, oh, it's not all on Daniel Jones. He, like, he is under duress a lot. Yeah. He hasn't played particularly yeah. well. I don't think he's seeing the field like he was last year. Yeah. And then, obviously, Evan Neal, Oh, brutal. I All right, so I, I got to go to – Eric, I apologize. I got to go to break. So what do you got? Who, no, wins, okay, who but... wins the football game? <sighs> I hate to – I mean, as a Jet fan, I'm I'm picking the Giants. Look at you. I think, it's 16, I think it's a 16-13 game. 16-13. I love it. Thank you, Eric. 877-337-6666. I think that's a – I think a lot of Jet fans quietly, the, the pound your chest – cocky Jet fan has been much louder this this week, but I think a lot of Jet fans are sitting at home thinking what I'm thinking. That I don't trust my coach yet, I certainly don't trust my quarterback, and I don't trust this franchise when things are going well. I mean, I think, I think that's just the staple of what the Jet fans have been dealing with since Vinny Testaverde tore his Achilles. Like, I think that's, I'm not sure about the coach, I don't trust the quarterback, and I don't love it when my team is going well. <laughs> I think that's the fear. 877-337-6666. So as a Giant fan, I'm hoping to buy into that. I'm hoping I get the benefit. I'm hoping I get the shine from coach, quarterback, and doomed franchise. It'd be nice. 877-337-6666. Come back. Continue to take your phone calls. We'll get to some other things as we get you to 5 o'clock. Obviously, all the things that come with a, uh, a football Friday. We got picks, which, by the way, I dare you to find another show doing as well. Flegelman, unfortunately, is starting to drag us down. But me and Marco are having one, and I, I, I can't tell you how much I needed it. I had such a miserable season last year making picks. Oh, my God, it was brutal. This year, 21-14, and 14, feeling good. Feeling good. It's not, it's not world-beating, but it's solid. And between me and Marco, he's 24-11. and 11. We are dominating the football picks. So we'll have that later in the 3 o'clock hour. Take a chance, parlay, talk a little baseball, talk a little Saquon Barkley, talk a little cook trade, talk a little everything as we get you ready for a weekend and a football Sunday coming your way right here on The Fan.